Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. All Plumbing Services, 985-809-1270. All Plumbing Services, Ice's Master Plumber number 5327 is a full-service plumbing contractor that can handle all your residential commercial plumbing needs. From repairs to installation of tankless water heaters, gas lines, new construction, or kitchen and bath updates. At All Plumbing Services, we do it all. Serving the South Shore, North Shore since 2006, that's All Plumbing Services. Ice's Master Plumber number 5327. Give us a call at 985-809-1270. Bobby Ebert's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Ebert's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyEbert's.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Ebert's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. 
Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. To another edition of Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM on your radio dial. That's right, four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM. 
iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com. Join us on our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on X, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram and Threads. And, of course, don't forget about our podcast, which is everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, our home base. We're on all podcasting platforms. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you'll find that pretty easily. Join us for the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight at 6 o'clock on WLAE-TV, 10 o'clock on The Deuce. That's right, WLAE-TV 2. Also, again, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the news. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on, on our social media platforms. Always at ericasher.com and always on the WLATV YouTube channel. This week, it's Jeff Duncan of Noble.com, the Times-Picayune. Broke the story today about the Saints moving their training camp to, uh, uh, to uh, California. Also, we talked about the Super Bowl, Saints, LSU, Tulane, football, uh, Pelicans, LSU, UNO, and uh, Tulane basketball. And, of course, his new book that's coming up as well. Check us out tonight at 6, or, again, check us out online at the WLATV YouTube channel or, again, on our social media platforms. Got a great show for you today. It's our normal Thursday program. Gary Smith will join us at 4.15 from the Wave Report and Noble.com. Gary, uh, Ross Jackson at, at 4.35 from uh, the uh, Locked on Saints podcast. And then Ali Cassell will join us at 5.15. Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show at 5.35. And today's program is brought to you by our friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Oceana Grill serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner uh, daily. Also, again, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant in Metairie. Uh, again, rated, um, voted number one re- restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. Uh, also, Mambo's. Uh, did you check out Mambo's, like I told you, during the Mardi Gras celebration? Did you go check out the rooftop bar or, again, the, uh, their Bourbon Street balcony? 411 Bourbon Street, fantastic menu, again, which includes lunch and dinner. Right next door is the hideout bar with live music for you from open to close. They have a great menu as well, fantastic cocktails at all the restaurants, and, of course, Old New Orleans Cookery to this afternoon. And uh, every Thursday... This half hour brought to you by our friends at Old New Orleans Cookery. 205 Bourbon Street, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Get in there and join a fan, enjoy a fantastic meal. Do that, and accompany that with an extraordinary cocktail. Fantastic beer selection for you. An authentic Creole cuisine that will knock your socks off, folks. Uh, they got a beautiful uh, uh, courtyard, authentic French Quarter courtyard, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Take a photograph on their world-famous stairwell. And then, of course, again, picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. You can see all the craziness without having to get involved. And then, of course, uh, uh, not one, not two, uh, not one, but two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms, private restroom, private bar uh, for your next event. Uh, it is a great dining experience for you, whether you're with friends, family, getting coming, having folks coming from out of town, maybe trying to close, close that business deal. And, of course, a fantastic menu uh, that includes all of your New Orleans favorites, but also such, so much more. I talk about it all the time. The barbecue ribs are outstanding, always fresh Louisiana seafood. Get out there and enjoy a fantastic meal at Old New Orleans Cookery for lunch and dinner. They're open seven days a week, and they're open late. Uh, NOLACookery.com is where you'll find out more about um, uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, including the entire menu. Uh, and, of course, how you can contact tack them to have your next event. Uh, remember, if you're looking to have your next event, think again about Old New Orleans Cookery. And, and of course, there are two private rooms with the Bourbon Street balconies attached. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery, all part of the Oceana family of restaurants and a proud sponsor of our Thursday show. All right. Hate to be able to start the show on a downer, but LSU running back Trey Holly is uh, 
has been arrested in Union Parish. Uh, he is facing multiple charges, one that includes attempted second-degree murder. He's being held on a bond of $512,000. Um, again, he was involved in a shooting, allegedly, on February the 9th, in which two people were shot. Uh, both of those individuals are, are um, uh, were, were lived. Again, there's, there's no... Um, Murder charge, uh, there's an attempted murder charge here. Aggravated criminal damage uh, to property, illegal use of weapon, both felonies, along again with the uh, the attempted second-degree murder charge. Um, uh, he has been in, in, suspended indefinitely from the LSU football team, uh, all team activities. LSU said in a statement that they are aware that the student-athlete has been arrested in relation to a shooting in Union Parish. Uh, again, uh, Holly was expected to have a much bigger role this year. 110 yards and 11 carries last season, one touchdown against Army. Uh, again, he's one of the most accomplished running backs in, in LSU high school history uh, with over 10,000 yards uh, and 160 touchdowns uh, in his high school career at Union Parish. He was the 10th-ranked running back um, uh, and, of course, the 172nd overall player in the class of 2023. So we'll keep you up to date on that. We'll talk to Jordy Collada about that. Uh, at 5:35 this afternoon, uh, Pelicans last night with a again a big win over um, over Washington. It was not easy by any stretch, um, uh, but again, when you start looking at you know where they are, uh, the, the uh, of course the, the situation now with going into the All Star break, uh, no really uh, we got some guys that are in the Rising Star game, but again nobody made the All Star team. Uh, that maybe you could get a little distracted. But, again, they came back and did it when they counted. 133 to 126. Uh, again, the Pels are now 33 and 22. They are first in the West in, in, in the uh, Southwest Division. They are fifth in, in, in the West, tied with the Suns right now, uh, with, what, 27 games to go after the All-Star break. So uh, we'll be talking Pelicans basketball with Ali Gassell at, at 5.15 this afternoon with the Pels with a win. We'll also talk to Ross Jackson about the addition of, of again, the new coaches to the uh, the Saints coaching staff. Um, there have been, a, a, again, we, we know that uh, uh, right now you look at the offensive coordinator position uh, with uh, Clint Kubiak taking that, that position. He has now been given the opportunity to hire his staff. Uh, Ross Jackson will go over that with us at uh, at 435 this afternoon. Also, again, we uh, want to talk a little bit about Tulane. Uh, college baseball starting this weekend, LSU uh, getting started. Uh, Tulane basketball, of course, to UNO basketball and, and, and Tulane and UNO baseball all getting ready to, uh, to, to kick off. And to break it down for us, one of the best we have in the city. Uh, again, hands down, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you ask this man a question about what's happening in sports, he is all over it. It's one of the reasons why I love having him on this program, but I also love it having him on our television show because of his ability to be able to, again, cover all sports. Uh, he is Gary Smith. His uh, website, The Wave Report, uh, I'll, say it, uh, I'll say it again. If you're a Tulane fan and you're not subscribed to The Wave Report, you're getting all your information secondhand. You'll be getting that information immediately. And, of course, again, the best look at Tulane Athletics is at, is at The Wave Report. It also writes for Noel.com, The Times Pick Union, The Advocate. He is Gary Smith, and he joins us every week at this time. Gary, how are you? Do, doing well, Eric. Uh, a little tired right now, writing, writing uh, four stories today, <laughs> two, two, two on the Tulane baseball team, one on the UNL baseball team, got to cover the Tulane basketball team tonight. And I know you're having Ross Jackson on to talk to Pelicans, but I actually covered the Pels game last night for AP, the first time I've covered okay. them all year. And uh, uh, 
that I saw something last night that I don't think I've ever seen in my life, which was uh, the Washington, the Israeli Washington Wizards player who had never scored more than 25 points in a game in right. his four-year career scored 43. That's 18 <laughs> more than he'd ever had in another game. And the Pelicans and Washington also set a record, a franchise record with 21 three-pointers. So yeah, the Pelicans shouldn't have had a close win against the team that bad. But past Pelican teams, no way in heck are they winning that game when they give up 21 oh, three-point shots and some dude. Po- Pops for 43, that says right. something at least about this Pelicans team that they were able to get over their their lax defense during the game and and, and make sure that they didn't blow it. <laughs> yeah, and then, then look with yeah. the, the the vibe right now, the momentum they've got right now. Yeah. You didn't want to lose the game to again no, you one of the worst teams in it, the NBA with only, it, only it, nine wins, it, right? It's, <laughs> it's their best. It's their 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 eleven games over five hundred entering the All Star break. That's their best record since the two thousand seven oh eight. Chris Paul team that won what fifty six games something like that. Yes. they have not been in this position in a long time. <laughs> I would definitely agree. Hey, before we get started, tell the folks about the about your fantastic website. How folks can follow you on social media, and then we'll jump into it. Sure, it's um, thewavereport dot com, Tulane dot rivals dot com. Um, uh, to as you mentioned, Tulane baseball team starting uh, tomorrow. Earlier this week, I had their whole lineup, what what it's going to look like, their pitching rotation, everywhere else long before anyone else got to see it. So if you're a baseball fan and you and you weren't subscribing to the, the website, you missed out on that. Yep, no doubt. Let's start with uh, with, with um, uh, baseball. Let's start with mm-hmm. Tulane. They're, again, opening up against Northwestern. Um, your thoughts on this team? Yeah, I, I know a little bit more about them than I did uh, last mm-hmm. week at this time. But, what, but again, what I know is that I don't know. And, and again, <laughs> it, it, it's all going to come down. Not all. Uh, a lot of things have sure. to come, go right for this team. But it's going to come down to their pitching. Um, their team ERA last year was over seven. <laughs> that's not going to get it. That's not going to cut it in any, in any world. So they have a, basically an all-new pitching staff this year um, for the most part. Um, and and, and we're going to find out whether those guys can 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 get the job done or not. Um, Jay Ullman says he likes his starting rotation. He's going to they've got a UCLA grad transfer, Jake Salm, who's going to go tomorrow. This is a guy, you want to talk about the ultimate role change? This guy at UCLA last year was a lefty um, matchup guy. Appeared in 22 games for a total of 11 innings. Now he's at Tulane. He's the Friday night opening starter. <laughs> um, it's, it's, he's going to be he's starting for the first time in his career. They like his stuff. Obviously, there's no way to know whether he's going to be able to handle that role or not. They've got Chandler Welch, who is one of the few holdovers um, in his third year. He, he he had some great moments in the conference tournament last year to help Tulane in, in their shocking run to the conference tournament title. Um, he's going to pitch Saturday. Um, and then they've got a junior college transfer, Will Clements, pitching on Sunday. How those guys go and how the bullpen guys go is going to determine whether this team can be competitive. And, well, we'll start finding out against Northwestern. When you start looking um, at, um, at at this at this team um, mm-hmm. last year, what happened? Kind of, you know, it was, yeah. they were kind of down. Then, of course, they got yeah. down into the, the, the conference tournament. Um, I think Tulane fans are anticipating a pretty good season this year. Uh, what are you hearing from Tulane? Fans? Yeah, I'm not sure. I did. Look, look, look. Here's the key. First of all, they did win. That they they went through the conference tournament. It was mm-hmm. one of the most remarkable stories that I've ever crazy. covered in my life. Considering that Tulane did not have, they had one winning streak last year, and by def, by winning streak that means winning two games in a row. 
one year, one time, they won three games in a row, and then they entered the conference tournament and won two, lost one, won two, and and, and won the tournament. It was one of the most unlikely things you're ever going to see. It, it it said a lot about the the character of the team. But I'll tell you what was really important is that Jay Ullman didn't rest on his laurels. He knows that his team still went 1942 last year, and so he didn't try to point to the fact that they won the conference tournament as that this team had arrived. He made a ton of changes um, in his personnel um, going into going into this year because he knew he had to. Um, so I, I don't know. I I I I I'm I'm I've heard a fair amount of negativity from Tulane fans about about okay. this team going into the year, but we'll, we'll find out. Um, again, you could, they first of all they've got the conference preseason player of the year in T.O. Banks. Um, he was yes. he was awesome at the end of last year. Gavin Schultz, a local kid from Holy Cross, he actually he was in the process of losing his job at shortstop, and then they went to the conference tournament last year, and and he, he was he hit over 500. He was absolutely phenomenal. He isn't going to start at shortstop this year. They brought in somebody to do that, but he he's he's, he's going to start in the outfield. If they can get the same production that they got from those two guys at the end of last year. And they get some good pitching. You, you never know. Baseball is a sport. You can totally revamp your roster from year to year. And I, I, we'll learn a lot about this team, and we'll learn a lot about about Jay Ullman this year as to what kind of coach he can be. What about UNL? What's what's the uh, outlook uh, yeah. on the privateers? Yeah, I, I just talked to Blake Dean. Um, he, yeah, he's a little. He he feels like he's going to have a contender like he usually does. He, he's a little frustrated just because in this current climate, UNL lost. They lost three key players to the transfer portal because they were good, and that's the problem now <laughs> in baseball when you're when you're at UNL um, or, or or a school uh, at that level is if players have. A really good season. They're going to get NIL offers and offers from bigger programs, and then they and then they may be gone. So he's having to replace his entire in, his, his middle infield, which was absolutely terrific defensively last year. Um, Cast and Fur and uh, and um, and uh, and Tyler Bischke, They were they were as, they were pretty much as good at shortstop and second base defensively as any tandem in the country. So he, he he's losing that. Um, he lost Anthony Heron Jr., who is uh, one of the one of the best players in the conference, um, to, to to the University of Houston. But his teams his teams compete every year. They still they have they had four three players named to the to the first team all conference. It, he he's brought in some new pitchers because pitching they they were a hitting team last year. They didn't have a whole lot of pitching. Um, he, he feels like they're going to challenge, and the coaches in the league agree with him. I think UNO was picked third in the in the uh, Southland Conference preseason poll. Right. Um, but uh, Blake Dean, I mean, it, it, it's hard to it, it, it's hard it, it, it's He's done just an unbelievable job there because he inherited a mess, a wreck from a of a you know UNO had made that move down to Division Two briefly and then come back and he's got them three times he's been on the doorstep of winning the conference tournament and getting to the NCAs he has not gotten it done but he's got he's come close I think UNO is going to be going to be a contender again this year. Uh, let's talk about UNO basketball, 8-17, and 3-9 and nine, uh, in the Southland. Again, bringing up the rear of the Southland right now, their only chance. And now I was talking about this on a TV show. You know, there was a time, and, and, and Gary, you know this, again, mm-hmm. when basketball, college basketball was huge in this state, huge yeah. in this city, UNO, Tulane. We've talked about in the past, LSU. And now it seems to be kind of an afterthought with, again, UNO 8-17, and 17, uh, U- yeah. uh, uh, Tulane 13-10. Th- uh, uh, give, give me your thoughts on the home teams having an opportunity to, to make hay in their yeah. tournaments. It's been a frustrating year for both teams, but UNL, look, they're in T-rubble. Um, there's no other way to put it. 
that kind of, the Southern Conference has eight teams make the conference tournament, and there's ten teams in the league. And right now, UNO is on the outside looking in. Um, they're going to have to win some games down the stretch to even qualify for the conference tournament. And uh, it starts. They have a must-win game on Saturday against Lamar at home because um, their their schedule's rough. I mean, they they play they play Nichols on Monday, which is in second place in the league, um, and then they end the year with a home game against McNeese, which is by far and will <laughs> will wait as by far and away the best team in the league. And before that, they play three road games. Before that, it's not looking good for UNO. They they certainly they have a chance when you're at the bottom of the league. You don't have to win that many games to make it into the top eight. But right now, they're on the outside looking in. And even worse, Jordan Johnson. Um, the leading scorer in the conference, who was a national player of the week earlier this year. He missed their last game with a, with a knee injury. I have not been able to get an update on his status yet. But uh, um, it, 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 if he's not ready to go against Lamar, then, then they're in even a bigger world of hurt. Um, and, and, and Tulane, their situation, I mean, Tulane, they went 12-6 and six in the American Athletic Conference last year. Right now they're four and seven. So they even if they win their next seven games, they won't have the same record. The league has turned out to be a lot better than people thought it would be. Tulane has not been as good as they thought they would be. Um, they've got a big game against SMU tonight in uh, in about an hour and a half. Um, they lost SMU on the road. It's the first of three games in the rest of the month that they play against teams that they lost to on the road. Um, they need to win them all, <laughs> just the, the, just for their confidence sake. Um, they still have a lot of talent. They still believe that they can turn it around, but 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 time's running out uh, on them. And they're it, the hope of getting a double buy in the conference tournament to the quarterfinals and only having to play three games to uh to to, to win the tournament. They're they're done. They're going to have to play four. And if they don't, if they're not careful, <laughs> they're they're closer to slipping into the bottom four of the league than they are of getting into the top four of the league. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. The bottom four, where you'd have to play five games in five days. But uh, the main thing about them now is just getting caught. They, they need to play better. Um, they, they just have not played as well as they, as they thought they would, particularly on the road. Um, so they've got a matchup against SMU, which they don't match up well with because SMU is the best rebounding team in the league and Tulane is the worst rebounding team in the league. But having said that, Tulane only lost to them by four on the road. Um, if Tulane plays the way they're capable and if they hit some shots and if Jalen Forbes returns to form just a little bit, this is a big opportunity for Tulane to start turning it around tonight. That's what they do. Uh, any update on, on football? I mean, again, if yeah, they, we know well, that everybody's they, buzzing about football right now. Yeah, well, I mean, they got a kicker. <laughs> I can't call. I can't call. I can't recall his name right now. But they got right. a. They, um, they they that was one huge weakness going into the year that they needed to address, and they got a guy that. Cole's rating service is the Bible for, for kickers, and I think he was the 23rd rated kicker in, in the country, so you can cross that off the list of things <laughs> that, uh, that that John Summerall needed needed to do. Um, and they did have some, they, they, they had a letter out, you know, I, 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 tend to, I tend to take these things with a grain of salt, and that might not mm-hmm. be fair to Tulane or anywhere else, but they're now saying that right. they're, they feel like their indoor practice facility is going to be going to start up in the summer, um, and they do have a timetable for it, which we've never had before um but i i'm always a wait and see on on on, on that stuff um at least <laughs> but but it does but that that's promising news that something people have been pushing for for a long time um and that people are pretty that might have been a factor and one of the reasons willie fritz left because promises mm-hmm. were made that didn't yes. seem to be kept on that front after the the cotton bowl win well with a new athletic director in town Tulane, it seems to be pushing forward on all the projects that they need to be pushing forward on 
Well, and, and uh, you know, I talked about it a little bit uh, yesterday, and I talked about it a little bit on the TV show today. I mean, again, you know, uh, we saw, we heard all again all the horror stories out in Las Vegas about again the field at UNLV. Right. Um, you know, uh, the Tulane, um, the, the Saints are in, in the process of up, upgrading their facility, which will mm-hmm. be ready for the Super Bowl. Obviously, be ready for them next season as well. Uh, the question is again: Will Tulane have that bubble up by that time? Will uh, will will they yeah. be ready for the Super Bowl? Yeah, well, we, I, that's yeah. According to their according to their schedule, they will be. Um, but again, I, I want to, and and again, that that it's not a, it's not an anti Tulane thing. It's an anti sure. not trusting any of these projects <laughs> with me until oh, they you, actually you've been happen. down this road before. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly, um, <laughs> but I, I think I think that that will be in place by then. Beautiful, Gary. Always, always appreciate your time, my man. It's always a, a great segment with you. Tell the folks yep. about your website, how folks can subscribe, what you have coming up for us in, in the paper and online, and how folks can follow you on social media. Sure. Um, again, the website is Tulane.Rivals.com, the WaveReport.com online. Um, Tulane baseball fans, I've already put up both two stories that are going to be running in the paper tomorrow. They're they're online now. One is on T.O. Banks um, and how he wants more than just individual accomplishments. He wants he, he he's a winner. He 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 will not be happy if Tulane doesn't win at a much higher rate this year. Um, and 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 in about an hour for UNO fans, the UNO baseball preview will will be up online um, as well. And then of course the Tulane basketball game at six. I'm going to be exhausted by the end of tonight, but, yeah. but that's okay. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Thank you for your time today on a very, very busy day, and we'll check in with you again next week, my friend. Thanks for having me on. There he goes, Gary Smith, at Gary Smith on X. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt. If you're in the market for a generator for your home or your business, now's the time to strike. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Again, um, generator sales and service are hot. Right now, you can get a Generac generator for about 4 bucks a day. That's, that's the cost of a cup of coffee. Skip one of your cup of coffees, have one at home, and again, you, you're, you're, uh, you're putting away that money for that generator. Uh, at Burkhart, they handle everything for you. Uh, again, first of all, Jason Burkhart will come out to your home or your business, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator. He'll lay it all out for you. Again, what you'll need to power up your home or your business when the power goes out in your neighborhood. Uh, also, again, Burkhart handles everything for you, the entire process, planning, permits, inspection. They do everything with their dedicated generator team. All you do is, again, decide whether you want to finance that generator over time or, again, you want to pay that money up front. Uh, at Burkhart, again, they do their best to give you a single-day install. They have a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. Also, emergency service available for you as well as maintenance service available for you. And a new install quality check after one month, which means, again, a member of that generator team will come out and show you how to operate the system. You know, again, it's about making sure that, again, you're taken care of as a customer, as they always do, whether it's air conditioning systems, heating systems, generator sales and service, or again, electrical needs. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. In the market for a generator, think Burkhardt. Generac generators from Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, the Hideout Bar, all are open seven days a week. Oceana's got you covered with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The rest of the restaurants, lunch and dinner, and, of course, fantastic cocktails to boot. Looking for a great oppor- uh, a great uh, uh, t- a time on, um, on Bourbon Street, off Bourbon Street, or in Metairie? Think again, the Oceana family of restaurants. We'll be right back with Ross Jackson of Locked on Saints Podcast. 
Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Injury Lawyer Studio. Call 444-4444. That's 444-4444. Non-attorney spokesperson, Chad Dudley, New Orleans. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Now, during Staples Citathon, you can save up to $180 on select chairs, desk chairs, computer chairs, even gaming chairs. In-store only, offer ends 3-2. See associates for details. Stop by Staples today. And grab a seat. I-310 northbound slow, U.S. 90 to I-10, 38 minutes, road construction, Luling Bridge. Eastbound 610, Metairie to New Orleans East. It's running about 11 minutes slow between Paris and the I-10 merge there. Eastbound I-10 between 610 and Allen Master. Slow traffic, Elysian Fields to the high rise, taking about 11 minutes. Downman Road at Chef. We do have a crash there. Going to give us a little bit of a delay. Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. This half hour brought to you by Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Uh, voted number one restaurant in memory by TripAdvisor. Uh, 
uh, a place where you can go to get a fantastic meal and, of course, great cocktails, but, again, also a place where you can watch your favorite sporting event with 30-plus TV screens. They even have, again, TVs in the restroom. You'll never miss a play. Amazing cocktails, incredible beer selection. Some of the great mixologists here in the city, again, are working at the Oceana family of restaurants. And, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant is unique because the perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine was that. That means, again, uh, it's like a museum. It's like a sports museum with all the memorabilia that adores the wall. Walls over at uh, adorns the walls over at uh, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. Uh, you could spend the day walking around checking out the memorabilia. Again, it's it's, it's that uh, there's that much of it, and and again, it's they have one of a kind items as well. Also, again, the menu is outstanding for you. yes, all your great New Orleans favorites, uh, but yes, so much more. Uh, fantastic burgers. I uh, take the burger challenge if you dare. Uh, great barbecue ribs for you. Uh, again, uh, always fresh Louisiana seafood. Great uh, po' boys and so much. more. Uh, again, uh, located at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. They are open seven days a week, and they are open late, as all the Oceana family of, our family of restaurants are. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Make sure you stop by today. So good. All right. Thanks to uh, Gary Smith for joining us on the program. Now we turn our attention to the New Orleans Saints and Ross Jackson of Locked on Saints podcast. Uh, it joins us on the show. Ross, how are you, my friend? Hey, buddy. Doing great. Glad to be here with you. Hope you're doing well. Doing great. I uh, hope you had a great uh, Mardi Gras. And as always, we appreciate your time so much today. Tell the folks about the podcast and where folks can find your written work, how they can find you on social media. Yeah, of course. You can find the Locked on Saints podcast free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube as well. You can also find uh, the written work over at Saints News Network with the great team over there. And you can find it all in one place on social media at Ross Jackson, NOLA, and OLA. With the Super Bowl in, uh, concluded, uh, again, uh, uh, everyone kind of had it. If anybody wasn't watching that San Francisco offense before, they were probably glued in on, glued in on it on on last Sunday. Uh, what are some of the things that you saw with this offense that you think are transferable to the New Orleans Saints? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think like there's a specific play that I, I really loved in the first series. It was the play before Christian McCaffrey's fumble but they had him lined up in the backfield on the left hip of Brock Purdy, who was in shotgun. They had the fullback Kyle Juszczyk on his right hip. And you had, you know, a little bit of motion from, um, from I think it was Juwan Jennings that kind of ran. It's called an orbit motion to where they go from one side of the field to the other side of the field, but they do so by wrapping, by kind of going all the way around the quarterback in shotgun. So they take a long path around. It tends to draw the eyes of the defense because that can set you up for the offensive side for a swing pass, the flats, things like that, like little like tricky things. And so that ended up kind of getting the offense off balance. They snapped the ball, handed it off to Christian McCaffrey. You got a fullback as a lead blocker, a pulling guard up the middle. You got a, you know, a tackle that kind of pulls back and grabs the backside of that block as well. It was just a very well orchestrated play. I think those, that's the type of crispness that you're looking to see in terms of execution, first of all, which is going to take time. Uh, but just in terms of being able to get something out there that challenges the eyes of the defense um, and, and really challenges their ability to understand where a play is going or where a play will be coming from. Uh, I think those are the things that, that you're looking for. The, the Shanahan scheme is really all about misdirection. And Clint Kubiak's not going to bring just a Shanahan scheme. He's going to have some of the things that his dad did really well. Gary Kubiak, which was a lot of, you know, learn your, you know, know your core plays really, really well, be able to mix in some things beyond that. Uh, but I did like a play like that that just kind of displayed motion, misdirection, and utility. Those are the three things that I think you're really looking for seeing show up in this New Orleans Saints offense in 2024 with Clint Kubiak at the helm. 
I'm glad you said that because that's really kind of been a debate. Again, is it going to be the Shanahan offense? Is it going to be a Kubiak offense? And I'm of the opinion it's kind of probably going to be a hybrid of both because that's what he knows, right? Yeah, that's 100% right. I don't think it would be – You know, he spent one year with Kyle Shanahan and the San Francisco 49ers, and that's, that's enough time to learn a lot. I can promise you that. Uh, but you're not going to completely change your identity after one year of working with a coach after, you know, your dad was a very successful offensive play caller and head coach in the NFL, right? Like you're going to bring a blend of those things. And so I think what that blend probably looks like is like I mentioned earlier, kind of learning your core plays, you know, you and I talked, you know, during the season last year about the benefit sometimes of calling your playbook or, or narrowing your playbook a little bit, right. Playing the songs that you know really well. I think there will be a level of that in terms of, understanding, okay, these are core principles that are core to our identity, and that's what plays we love to run, like that kind of, of language coming from him there. But some of the things that will be introduced in those plays, some of the things that will be utilized in terms of the full system, and some of the things that will be mixed in to break some of the tendencies that those consistent plays and identity builders do create uh, will definitely be a part of what you see from, coming from the Shanahan influence. And the Shanahan influence also simplifies the game for Derek Carr quite a bit as well, just like it simplifies the game for every quarterback that's ever gone through any of those systems. It'll reduce everything from having to make individual reads on individual routes that are being run to understanding, all right, this concept that's being called allows me to have these three areas on the field that I can throw to. If the safety does this and the linebacker does this, then I throw here. If the safety does this and the linebacker does that, then I throw here and those types of things. And so I think it's like that's kind of the blend that you're going to see is getting really, really good at your core identity-building plays, but the expanse of those plays in terms of the detail, the guise of complexity behind them, but yet the simplistic or the simple nature of executing them, those are all the things that you're going to be looking forward to seeing blended together. You know, and that's interesting because one of the things that one of the questions I have is, again, going from the Peyton offense now to whatever this hybrid offense will be, how difficult of a transition will it be for the players to, again, learn the terminology, which will be new terminology, right, um, when they've been used to a different terminology? And then, again, the playbook, how different that will be from what they previously had. And the learning yeah, curve. Yeah, I think the things that – yeah, yeah, look, there's going to be a learning curve for sure. Now, ideally, it doesn't take 12 games again to get over that yes, learning curve please. Uh, in 2024. But, you know, the, the thing that you're going to be looking at is, like, there will be some terminology that's different. But the good news – is that like the the lengthy Sean Payton West Coast, you know, X, X fly, Z drag, Y cross, and all these other things, like all of those things will still be a part of the vocabulary. It's just that, you know, what, you know, what alert is in this play that would be different from what would be in the Payton version of that play? Or, you know, what's going to be the, you know, what does the, certain terminology like one word might mean something different in terms of how they they identify certain things and stuff like that right and left might be you know instead of ringo and lingo it might be rio and lee and stuff like that like there, there's sure. so many different like variations of those kinds of things so yeah there'll be a little bit of the um a little bit of the terminology stuff but i think everybody's kind of used to that i mean anytime that any of these players that have ever been free agents have been free agents or come from college to the nfl they've had to relearn terminology so it's not that should be okay um, I think the big thing that you might also see is like Kyle Shanahan's route tree for wide receivers is mm-hmm. remarkable. Uh, it's not just your standard one through nine routes. It's a lot. Uh, so maybe there will be something added to the wide receivers for that. 
Um, and then the other piece that I would, I would probably watch out for is just how certain concepts are utilized based on different situations. Peyton might have really liked a specific type of concept on third and 10 that Pete Carmichael also liked on third and 10, but Kubiak might like that same concept on third and three and like something different on third and 10. So it'd be those types of situational things. But I think because so much of the offense has kind of been rebuilding over the course of the past couple of years, that shouldn't be too high a hurdle to be able to get over. The, the biggest thing will be how many games will it take at the beginning of the season. Right. Uh, Ross Jackson with us, Locked on Saints podcast. Ross, your thoughts on the additions to the offensive staff? Yeah, I, I really like what the Saints are doing so far uh, based on what we know. So Andrew Janico is expected to be the quarterback's coach. He's coming in after working with Clint Kubiak in Minnesota in 2021 at the exact same capacity. Kubiak was the Vikings offensive coordinator while Janico was the quarterback coach. They got a great season out of uh, Kirk Cousins, including a 33-7 to touchdown to interception ratio. That's really, really good. Uh, so I think that you would look for, for that. I, I like what you see there. Now, he worked with, Janico did, with uh, Justin Fields over the course of the past couple of years. However, uh, if you're going to compare any quarterbacks here, comparing Justin Fields to Derek Carr ain't going to get you anywhere. But comparing Kirk Cousins to Derek Carr, probably a little bit more, sure. a little bit more you know, uh, understandable. Um, John Benton's a veteran who's done great things with offensive lines. The thing that I highlight about John Benton a lot, who would come in, who is expected to become the offensive line coach, uh, is that every time that he's shown up somewhere that has allowed a lot of sacks and had, you know, didn't have a very good run game, it progressively got better each and every year until the point where they were top five in both of those categories, top five in terms of allowing, you know, the, the five least amount of sacks uh, and also five most, you know, when it comes to rushing yards. Um, you know, a guy like Derek Foster, who's essentially become the running backs coach, he's got a lot of experience working with dual threat backs like Austin Eckler, um, has connections to Louisiana already, um, as well as a former, I think he was with Northwestern, if I remember correctly, um, coach. And so there's really good sort of tie-ins to all of that and what that could mean for Alvin Kamara. Uh, and then they interviewed Keith Williams, uh, who is the assistant wide receivers coach for the Baltimore Ravens. Now, the Ravens, when you talk about them in Baltimore, you don't really talk about the wide receivers, right? You talk about the run game. You talk about Lamar Jackson. Uh, but the thing that I like about Keith Williams is that he was actually a wide receiver coach at Fresno State while Derek Carr was there. So if you need somebody that understands how Derek Carr has built his foundation of the game, how to translate that to wide receivers and how to translate what the wide receivers are saying back to Derek Carr, that's a pretty good connection to have there. We'll see if he's the one that ends up getting a job. I like all of them, and I enjoy also the addition of Rick Dennison. If he takes over as what I expect to be running game coordinator or something at least with that similar focus, that would be big for them because I think didn't replace that position when they moved on from Dan Rochar about a year ago. Mm -hmm. um, Benton will be teaching the zone uh, blocking concepts. Is that what you believe they'll bring, they'll bring to New Orleans? I imagine so. Clint Kubiak will probably bring some of that. They did that in um, Minnesota. Of course, they right. do that a ton in uh, San Francisco. Uh, and, you know, Benton has done that, you know, with San Francisco. They took that to the New York Jets, which was fantastic until Brees Hall got injured his rookie year, unfortunately, because he was off to like a, he was off to an offensive rookie of the year type season uh, early on. And then uh, they did it. I don't know if they did it in Houston when he was there with Gary Kubiak, but, you know, he's had a lot of experience in that. So I would expect that that's what they come to. And, and just to be clear on that, when we talk about them becoming more of a zone heavy team, 
Um, it doesn't mean that they're going to run it, you know, 70, 80 percent of the time, but, you know, 55, 57 percent of the time, that would be, be considered zone heavy, quote unquote, which the Saints weren't exactly there over the course of the past couple of years. They've been leaning a little bit more towards the man run. Uh, did want to ask you about uh, Jeff Duncan's article this morning where the Saints are going to be moving their 2024 uh, training camp to Irvine, Irvine California. Uh, again, um, uh, one part of the reason is again the ongoing renovations that are happening over at the um, over at camp. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I like it. I, I think you need to get away every few years. I know there are some fans that don't. They want them here all the time during during the off season. Want them having training camp here. But I think there's something to be said for getting away and being sequestered. Uh, where again, football is, is is you're eating football, drinking football, 24 hours a day. Yep. What are your thoughts about the move? And and then explain it to the audience again on, on why this is needed to be done because of, again of the renovations that are happening. Yeah, I really like this move too. They, they're renovating the cafeteria, upgrade, you know, what kind of what's going on there and things like that. And so because of that, they, they, you know, we've always known pretty much since we were in California last year when they did the joint practices in Costa Mesa with the Chargers that, you know, they were considering having to move training camp. We knew California, including actually that very same spot in Costa Mesa was on the list. Um, there were some conversations about the going back to the Greenbrier, which I'm sure nobody wants. And then there was the, the another one that had come up with like a spot in North Carolina that I think I had heard about as well. But yeah, going go back to UC Irvine is is, is pretty cool on on, on a selfish um, angle. Um, that's where I went to grad school actually. Right, so right, I get to right. go back. Yeah, so I get to go back to grad school for a little while and not take classes. <laughs> I was gonna say you're going back to Cali, man. So that's not gonna yeah, be a bad thing, right? right? Yeah, it's not bad for me at all. So on a selfish spot, that's great. But but I think that the other piece of it too is that look, you you you, you deal with a lot less fatigue because you're not dealing with the humidity, the weather, the heat, stuff like that. So that will end up having a better impact throughout the season. Um, and then the other part of it, too, is, is kind of what you said. You eat, you drink, you sleep, you, you, know, you, 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 you talk, you, you practice football uh, the entire time that you're there. It's you and your teammates. When you go out to eat, you're with your teammates. When you go out to do something for fun, you're with your teammates. When you go to the beach, you're with your teammates. When you're at practice, you're with your teammates. And so, you know, when we sort of heard a lot of stuff last year, um, you know, Cam Jordan at the end of the season was talking about how now that, you know, the technology has grown the way that it has over the course of the past few seasons, you don't really have the whole thing to where, you know, guys come in and everybody goes to the film room and the extra work is happening together in the film room. Everybody's kind of doing it on their own. They're off somewhere with their Microsoft Surface tablet or they're doing it from home and stuff like that. And there's not as much accountability when it comes to that in terms of doing the extra work. Um, that can change in an environment like this to where you are mm-hmm. almost always together and you're always doing things together. I, I think that a lot of that helps. And, and when you talk to any um, player uh, that, you know, travels for joint practices elsewhere, which would be very interesting to see how they handle joint practices this year with this, by the way. Yes. Um, anytime that you hear anything about that, one of the things they always say is that they love it because they get the opportunity to always be around their teammates and it just grows that connection a lot stronger. I think that might be the most important part about all of it. Plus, I mean, I don't know how many people realize this, but when they're home, uh, especially veterans, you have your family here. Uh, there are distractions with the family. Again, you're staying in touch. When, if you're sequestered in another state and, and it's training camp, it's a little bit le- it's a little bit harder to be, have to be dealing with again a lot of the family things that you deal with if you're in the city itself. And uh, that's yeah, part there's of, a lot know, of stuff focus. like that. Yeah, and then and then you know there's there's other stuff too that can be a benefit. I mean, you know. If, if you're a player that is in, you know, Irvine, California with your team and 
your family has to evacuate because there's a hurricane coming or something like that. They have a place to go. You know, they can go to you in California, probably not going to stay with you, but they can be in the area, things like that. So like there's there's some like logistics things that are really helpful in terms of like the concern that comes with. Um, you know, hurricane season and everything. There's always a situation too, to where you know, if you're doing them in California, you know, those practices in California. Uh, I know last last off season wasn't a good representation of this because California actually got a hurricane and we didn't. Uh, but right. Under normal yeah. circumstances, you don't have right. to worry about being uprooted or having your practice schedule shifted because of all those things and stuff. So I imagine like all of those things are really, really beneficial for the 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 sort of weight of the mind, if you will, the weight of the responsibility when it comes to these types of situations as well. Uh, great, great segment as always, Ross. Tell us about your fantastic podcast where folks can find your written work and, of course, how they can follow you on social media as well. Yeah, absolutely. Always a pleasure, buddy. Um, you can find the Locked on Saints podcast screen available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube as well. Uh, the written work over at Saints News Network with the fantastic team over there. and You can find it all in one place on your favorite social media at Ross Jackson, NOLA, and OLA. There you go, Ross. Thanks for the time, and uh, as always, appreciate it very much. Look forward to our conversation next week. Absolutely, sir. Thank you so much. Take care. Stay safe. I'll talk to you here soon. Looking forward to it. There he goes, uh, Ross Jackson. Again, Locked on Saints podcast, and, of course, um, so much more. All right, folks, don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. That's right. We're going to have cooler weather again this weekend. You may be cranking that heater up. If your heater's not working or, again, you need help with your heating system, call my friends at Burkhardt. Again, also don't forget, it's time to tune up that air conditioning system, get it ready for the hot summer months. If you haven't tuned it up or, again, maybe you're not getting the type of service you deserve from from the current air conditioning company you're you're dealing with, why don't you go ahead and, and call mine, uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. With 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business, and of course, Nate certified technicians that are experts when it comes to air conditioning systems. Uh, they go there with the intention to repair, not replace, but if you need replacement, again, some of the top brands out there, like Amana, are offered to you by our friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, doesn't matter where you live, Burkhardt's got a, got a truck that's close to you. They'll give you that, give you that 30-minute courtesy call and, of course, they'll get out there and take care of you like family. That's what Burkhardt does. acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll take a pause for the cause and be right back. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. 
The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. This report is sponsored by Discover. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. I-310 northbound slow, US-90 to I-10, 38 minutes, road construction Luling Bridge, eastbound 610, Metairie to New Orleans East. It's running about 11 minutes slow between Paris and the I-10 merge there. Eastbound I-10 between 610 and Allenmaster. Slow traffic, Elysian Fields to the high-rise, taking about 11 minutes. Downman Road at Chef, we do have a crash there. Going to give us a little bit of a delay. Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thank you so much for being there. Certainly appreciate you listening to our program, supporting our sponsors. We appreciate each and every one of you. want to thank uh, Ross Jackson of uh, Locked on Saints podcast and Gary Smith of The Wave Report and NOLA.com for joining us in hour number one. Ali Cassell will join us at 515, talking Pels. We'll finish up with Jordy Collada talking LSU. We'll talk about the Trey Holly story. Uh, of course, all the uh, local teams open up in baseball tomorrow. By the way, we are preempted on tomorrow's program. The William Grant family is still his Friday extravaganza by UNO Baseball. They've moved that game up because of uh, possible rain. Uh, so, again, that will be a 2.45 pregame and a 3 o'clock first pitch um, uh, for, for UNO Baseball here on 106.1 FM, which will preempt our program tomorrow. So I want to give you an update on that for those that are again, we're, uh, will be looking for us. Uh, Mike Vazan and, and, and Glenn Gilbo and the gang. Uh, so and, and of course again our, our great sponsor uh, William Grant Independent Family Distillers since 1887 and I know that liquor cabin is is uh, is kind of uh, uh, empty now after, after again the Mardi Gras celebration so again make sure you head over to your favorite spirit store and um, get one of the great spirits of William Grant today's program is brought to you by our friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants Oceana Grill Mambo's Old New Orleans Cookery Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant and the Hideout Bar. The beautiful thing is, all are open seven days a week. Oceana's got you covered with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, the rest of the restaurants, lunch and dinner, they're open late. Uh, one of the few restaurants that you could say are open late. 
uh, get out there and enjoy a cocktail, a great meal, or again, have your next event at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. Eric Asher with you until 6. Quick pause for the cause. And you and I will be doing it in the second hour with uh, talking uh, Pelicans and LSU. Don't move. I've been on the right trail, but I'm up to the wrong call. Hit us in a bad place, and I wonder what it's good for. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Injury Lawyer Studio, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. Catch the Three Tailgaters Show with Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels Saturday mornings from 10 to noon on WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans, 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride with the parts you need for the prices you want. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Well, your Thursday is looking like a mostly cloudy and pretty mild day. Temperatures this afternoon rising into the mid-60s for most of us, but mid to upper 60s across southeast Louisiana. There's a slight chance we'll see a few isolated showers, but only a slight chance of that. On Friday, your rain chances go way up to about a 60 to 70% chance. Temperatures once again in the mid-60s. And this weekend, after the rainfall and the cold front on Saturday, the temperatures will drop dramatically. Your afternoon highs will be in the 50s, morning lows in the 30s. From the WDSU Weather Center, this is WDSU meteorologist Damon Singleton. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppelie. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
all plumbing services. 985-809-1270. All Plumbing Services, licensed master plumber number 5327, is a full-service plumbing contractor that can handle all your residential commercial plumbing needs. From repairs to installation of tankless water heaters, gas lines, new construction, or kitchen and bath updates. At All Plumbing Services, we do it all. Serving the South Shore, North Shore since 2006, that's All Plumbing Services. Isis Master Plumber number 5327. Give us a call at 985-809-1270. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TV's everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies for the joining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
handle the truth. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? What we've got here is failure to communicate. Stick to the truth is what you're good at. of Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM on your radio dial. Good afternoon, New Orleans. How are you? Don't forget, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Join us on our social media platforms, won't you? At Eric underscore Asher on X, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram and Threads. And, of course, the podcast of this program can be found everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, our home base. We're on all podcasting platforms. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. Uh, tonight on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, we are joined by Jeff Duncan. We uh, had our live broadcast at 1 o'clock this afternoon, live streaming on the WLA-TV YouTube channel. That, that show is on the WLA-TV YouTube channel as we speak. But check us out for our uh, broadcast tonight at 6 p.m. on LAE-TV, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, WLA-TV 2, every Friday night statewide on Pelican Sports Television at 9 o'clock, uh, and then, of course, 10 o'clock on WLAE-TV, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, always at ericastro.com, always on our social media platforms, always on the WLA-TV YouTube channel, and, of course, um, as always, we appreciate you checking out the program. Jeff Duncan did a fantastic job as our guest today. Uh, and, of course, we'll have that on our social media platforms at some point this evening. Today's program is brought to you by friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We've told you a little bit about Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Uh, of course, again, Lake Villa and Veterans in Metairie. Uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Of course, don't forget about Mambo's and the Hideout Bar, 411 Bourbon at 413 Bourbon Street. And then, of course, where they started it all. That's right, the mothership Oceana Grill. Uh, Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter. For the top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. You know they're open seven days a week. Home of New Orleans Best Breakfast. If you love breakfast like I love breakfast, you've got to stop by and at least try it once because you will be a return customer. I can promise you that. From world-famous 
crepes to, again, your traditional breakfast, eggs, grits, sausage, bacon, again, hash browns, also, again, pancakes. Take the pancake challenge if you dare. Uh, again, um, uh, all your favorite breakfast items and more. Uh, fantastic Bloody Mary. Uh, uh, and, of course, if you do the seafood Bloody Mary, whew, man, I tell you, that's a meal in itself. Uh, fantastic cocktails and, of course, Breakfast starts at 8 a.m., goes until 1 p.m. Lunch is from 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. Dinner is from 4 p.m. until 1 a.m. Well, when the party stops, they're open late every single day, seven days a week. Uh, lunch and dinner includes all of your New Orleans favorites. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. But also, again, fantastic burgers for you. Uh, barbecue ribs, pasta, fresh Louisiana seafood, char grilled oysters made for you right there in front of you over at, 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 the, um, uh, uh, at the grill at the front of the, of the restaurant. You can belly up to the uh, bar, get yourself a dozen raw, enjoy a dozen raw oysters as well. And, of course, having your next event in Oceana is fantastic. Five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests, and I'm telling you, they know how to put on an event at Oceana Grill. If you're planning an event in the French Quarter, make sure you stop by Oceana Grill and allow them to be able to show you what they can do to make your event a success. Remember, an authentic French Quarter courtyard, beautiful by day, spectacular by night, can also be used for, again, your next event, as well as, again, dog-friendly. But Oceana's family-friendly. Again, a perfect day, a perfect place for, again, to have a, an incredible dining experience, which would include, again, date night, getting together with friends or family, maybe, again, trying to close that business deal. You want to find out more? Go to Oceanagrill.com. That's Oceanagrill.com. Remember, Oceana Grill. Open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m., seven days a week. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. That's Oceana Grill. Check them out at Oceanagrill.com. All right. Um, want to... Uh, Programming note for those that are just tuning in, I mentioned this in the last hour. Uh, the William Grant family still is Friday's extravaganza will be preempted uh, tomorrow by UNO Baseball. 2.45 pregame and uh, 3 o'clock first pitch. Uh, UNO moving the game up because of possible rain on Friday. So, again, our show will be preempted. So, hey, can I tease you a little bit? Can, can I get you to go to the liquor store? And pick up, again, a bottle of your favorite William Grant spirit like Hendrix Gin, Malago Tequila, Reka Vodka, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Single Malt, uh, Grant's Triple Wood Distilled um, uh, Scotch Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder Scotch Whiskey. Maybe bourbon is your game. How about Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey, Hudson Bourbon Whiskey, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, and, of course, again, now the Tullamore Dew Honey uh, on, on your favorite spirit store shelves, Sailor Jerry Rum. Again, a fantastic spice rum, and every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana. Portion goes to the God, God Foundation, www.godoutroops.org, taking care of active military members, retired military members, and their families, uh, living expenses, mortgage payments, insurance premium, necessary home repairs, and more. Uh, point them to the God Foundation, www.godoutroops.org, or reach for a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. So as you're restocking that liquor cabinet, do it with the best. Do it with William Grant, independent family distiller since 1887, and a proud sponsor of our Friday's show, but we'll be preempted tomorrow. So that's a good reason for you to head out to the Spirit Store and stock up on William Grant products. All right, I want to thank Gary Smith, Ross Jackson, for joining us in hour number one. We now again turn our attention to the Pelicans with Ali Cassell joining us in a moment, and then we'll finish up with Jordy Collada and the news on, on Trey Holly and so much more uh, as we talk LSU at 535 with uh, Jordy Collada. But right now, my good friend Ali Cassell joins us on the program. I say it every single week, it's because it's the truth. We talk the truth on this program. You want to keep up with Pelicans basketball. You want, again, uh, insight that you can get nowhere else. A guy's going to tell it like it is, break it down for you. It's Ali Cassell, and he's with us each and every week here on the program. Ali, how are you, my friend? 
Oh, I'm doing great, Eric. And I want to ask, how was your Mardi Gras? Mardi Gras was good. Mardi Gras was good. Not as not as um, uh, as uh, uh, festive as it normally is. My wife was in Chicago. I was here in, in New Orleans. My wife was still still with my, my, my daughter. But again, Mardi Gras is always good. Uh, I, I I can't wait. Next year is going to be the year because I, I was talking about this on a TV show today, Ali. Um, we start off with the New Orleans Bowl in December, then the Sugar Bowl, then the Super Bowl. Uh, mm. Less than a month later uh, is, is Mardi Gras. And then after Mardi Gras is the Jazz Fest. I mean, this place is going to be hopping from really from Thanksgiving all the way until again uh, the end of the beginning of May with all the great events. So anybody that's, gonna, that's a New Orleanian loves to get involved in, in local festivities, get your game face on because we're going to be rolling in 2025. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The only thing I got to ask you is, can you order the same weather that we largely had this season? <laughs> right, this was beautiful. Man. I was it out really there was. And, and how lucky, St. Charles, right? the, and I loved it. Yeah, how lucky with the cruise, right? I mean, again, we thought yeah. that Bacchus was going to get rained out. We mm-hmm. thought that that again that 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 Sunday parading with Thoth and and, and the, Thoth and the rest of them, uh, we're going to we're going we're to have heaven clement weather, and we we dodged it all except for the first weekend of of a Mardi Gras. We had the flooding. Other than that, it was a perfect Mardi Gras. Yep, and sometimes, you know, that's how the cards should fall our way, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Now, if they can just fall that way for Jazz Fest, uh, then, then, again, yours truly will be happy. <laughs> because as much as I love Jazz Fest, nobody likes slopping around in the mud except for the mud people. Yeah, now, look, you want to talk about being happy. I hope that a lot of fans are happy that the Pelicans entered the break. And I know the winds weren't all that spectacular. The last three ones were difficult. But, look, 33 and 22, 11 games over 500. We've rarely ever been in this boat before, right? Last time I think it was 15, 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. It's outstanding. And, again, look, you and I have talked about the way they played all season long, the unselfishness, you know, giving up the good shot for the great shot. Um, again, the, the defensively, again, how, again, they, they create such great um, the pace and the, and the offense. It's been beautiful basketball to watch, and they're getting better. And then here's the other part of it. And, and, and I talked a little about this on the TV show today. You know, we're seeing, uh, again, uh, the, the, what Zion can look like when he's in shape. The explosiveness, right? I mean, the block last night, the dunks. We're seeing him playing defense. We're seeing a different Zion Williamson that is in shape this year than maybe we've ever seen in a New Orleans Pelican uniform. You've seen every game. Your thoughts? Yeah, Eric, I feel like he's getting better almost, you can tell, by the week. Um, asked him last night after where the Pelicans needed, right? All of his pretty much 36 points, which tied his season high. And he said he's feeling about 93% of what he thinks Zion should feel like, right? The way he's felt in the past when he's been, right? Running at peak performance. And it is showing. Um, I'm seeing him trying to move his feet, trying to do more things, right, defensively. I know Denny Avdia got off on him. There's been several other, right? We've seen it time and again. Players taking advantage of Zion who... You know, that's, that's one thing that's still lagging for him, of course, defensively, right? Now, but I, I'm seeing the effort, right? That's the biggest thing. For the last two months, we have seen largely the effort, and it's been better than it was definitely at the start of the year. And I, I don't think, coincidentally, that's why the Pelicans have consistently risen kind of in playing, what, 600 or, or better ball for the last three months now. So they're well positioned, and you've got to think, if these guys can largely stay healthy, and I know we'll probably get to Dyson Daniels in a second, but if you can have CJ, B.I., and Zion, well, pick your poison, right? I mean, Brandon had a huge game recently, right? The 41 points mentioned Zion and DJ. 
he's just been as lethal of a perfect shooter that that squad, those two stars really need. So I'm with you, Eric. Yeah, I mean, look, just on the Zion thing for, for another moment, you mentioned the moving of the feet. You're seeing him again playing off-the-ball defense more, the block shots. Uh, it's not just him rebounding his missed shot. Again, he's going to the boards more. Uh, mm-hmm. We're seeing a more complete uh, game out of him. Uh, obviously, again, he's got to get the mid-range and the outside shot rolling. But right now, again, I'm 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 happy that he's doing the little things that win basketball games on the defensive side and on the boards. Yeah, he's playing more consistently with pace too. Right to close out that third quarter last night, Pelicans had I think about 6.2 seconds. He grabbed the ball, went all the way up the court, got to the rim, and there was still a second left on the clock. Right, scoring with ease. So that's another thing we haven't seen, especially the first few months of the year. As we're now, it's becoming a little more consistent. But, yeah, it's the effort, right? It's the playing with place, playing with force. And I know for probably the biggest thing, his crutch, is shooting something besides layups. Right? He's always trying to get to that rim because, honestly, I think he's not a selfish player. He doesn't want to settle for shots where he doesn't make them as um, consistently as he does, like I said, getting to the rim. And, and now we're beginning to see him have some of those lay-ins, right, those floaters from several feet away. And I saw a few of those last night. I hope that continues because, as we know, he's got to expand that offensive game, and he's reluctant to do it because he doesn't want to hurt the team. I think in his own head, if you shoot under 60%, why shoot that shot, right? Because he's been blessed with that athleticism that's paved the way for him to score at such a high rate near or at the rim. So, yeah, his game's rounding in a much better shape. And, you know, not coincidentally, right, the assists are up. He's getting more of the handles, more bigger keys of the offense. And that's why, you know, you saw last night eight assists. And really since going back to about two and a half weeks ago, the ball has been in his hands more to initiate that offense. And I think that's the best look for the Pelicans. They don't have a Tyrese Halliburton. They don't have one of those premier point guards. where you even trust, right, the offense for every minute they're out there. Mm-hmm. I like the split duty action between Brandon Ingram and Zion. And Zion's living up to it so far. Well, the only question I think we have on that is when we get into the playoffs, and we talked a little bit mm-hmm. on the TV show today, I want to keep, keep giving it away, but um, when things get compressed, when, when, when you got a chance to be able to, again, get into a seven-game series and really dissect what your team, what the, the opposing team is doing, uh, will the point four position be effective or do they need a point guard? Well, I hope that we have patience. I know it's easy to say now ahead of time because in the moment it's difficult to accept, but I always point to that Boston, right, that duo up there with Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and they've had a lot of growing pains. And, look, you're seeing what I think you saw with Jalen Brown for much of the past few years to where, you know, especially in clutch moments, he just mishandles the ball, right? The turnovers go kind of skyrocketing, and we saw that recently in one of these games where he had, you know, three turnovers coming down the stretch. But he's picking his moments at least to where I feel like, okay, so he makes a mistake, but then he'll make up for it. Right, that was something that wasn't happened before, and and alluding to Brandon, I, I mean, they almost gave that game away completely in Memphis, right, Eric? They were up over twenty five some points, and uh, they only scored ten in that fourth quarter. But fortunately, Memphis only had fourteen. But Brandon, luckily, right, had the ball in his hands. Final three minutes, had a couple big, big mid range baskets. Right, that's what sewed up that game. So if these guys can just, you know, continue to play off of one another, learn how to find and get to their optimal spots while looking for the others when they're in their spots, I think they'll be fine. There's going to be growing pains. I, I think we should definitely accept that now. But I think everything's trending in the right direction.
Well, as do I. Winners of the seven to last eight, three and one on that Mardi Gras road trip. The only real mm-hmm. stumble was, again, really getting uh, uh, beat bad by the Lakers. And, of course, again, that, that was, what, an 87-point uh, first half uh, yeah. points against. But 33 and 22, first in the Southwest and tied with the Suns for fifth in the West is nothing to sneeze at going into the All-Star break. No, not all. And, and to mention, to further our point about these in-game situations, you know, Hasn't been the prettiest, but hey, they're three and one in their last four clutch uh, time games. Before that, they were six and nine. So, like I said, I'm seeing a lot of positives. And yeah, you would rather want to see, like I think what Boston did last night to Brooklyn, beat them by 50, right? Beat the bad teams basically in a submission, but that's not going to happen. I think these guys are showing that they're tired, right? I, I think this last, once that Lakers game was over, I feel mm-hmm. like I've just gotten a different vibe that they were looking ahead, right? You know, you've got bad teams. It's just, human nature when you've got such a young team it's a little bit harder to stay focused because you've done so well and you just want to right. get to that break because your legs are really feeling heavier but they got through it that's the biggest takeaway they got through this this you know these, these three teams that are what towards the bottom of uh, the conferences but yes. hey you've got to always consistently beat the bad teams and the pelicans have this year right we can't lament those bad losses at least for a while i can't remember the last one that happened but it's been a while um, you and I are on the same page on this, but neither one of us wanted to see any type of movement at the trading deadline. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason why was the quality depth they have on this team and hoping that they weren't going to have any problems with injuries. Uh, Najee Marshall and Alvarado have been huge for this team. Um, and, and, of course, now with De- Dyson Daniels going out with the left meniscus tear surgery today, uh, it looks like, again, he's going to be out. He might be out the rest of the season based on what, what happened with Trey Murphy uh, in the right. beginning of the season. What they're saying, four weeks, and they're going to reevaluate. Why don't you break it down for us? What do you uh, what do you think will happen with Dyson Daniels? Who fills that void now? And do you anticipate him coming back for the playoffs when, when, uh, when uh, again, uh, Willie Green likes to kind of shrink his lineup during the playoffs? Right. So Trey had a surgery to where he actually had a bit of his meniscus snipped, right? So that lends to a quicker recovery time than, say, you're, you're repairing something. Um, so he's got that going for him in terms of getting back quickly. But, again, Trey Murphy had largely the same thing, right? He had a little bit of his meniscus cut off that was frayed off, fraying off, and they just had to smooth it out. But he took 10 to 12 weeks to heal up, right? And he also had an injection. So, like you, I'm, I'm not too hopeful, I think, in that Dyson may see playing time again this season. It'd be a shame, right, because this team's really heading in the right direction. Boy, they really would miss his defense. Because next to Herb Jones, yes. I don't think there's anybody, Willie Green, and I the rest agree. of that staff, coaching staff, trust more than Dyson. I mean, he, he's literally an all-NBA defender that doesn't get talked about enough because Herb's ahead of him. He's been doing it for longer. But Dyson, to me, is in that class. And so if he can't make it back, it'll hurt. But I think it'll be close, right, Eric? If you think about that 10- to 12-week time frame that Trey was on, mm-hmm. if Dyson could stay to something similar – well, there'd be a chance, right, especially for a postseason, a little bit of a run for him. Well, and, and players heal differently, right? As you mentioned, that was a little bit more of an intense surgery for uh, for Trey Murphy. Uh, hopefully, again, this is not going to be something that's going to keep him out. What what, what really, again, for, for me is it, it just it, it slows down his progress. You see mm-hmm. him getting better every game. Yes, he's got to get in the weight room to maybe, again, get, get some more muscle on his body so he can he, – he he can close around the rim offensively, but defensively, you said it. He's in the top ten in so many statistics right now. Uh, again, based on his defense, he will be missed. 
Yeah, and this is what the team prides themselves on, right? Willie Green has always said defense first. And to your question earlier on who's going to fill the void, well, I asked Willie Green that before yesterday's game, and he said he's going to tighten up the rotation. So I don't know how much playing time Jordan Hawkins is going to have going forward, especially regular rotation minutes, and that's probably another discussion. But, look, I don't also mind the fact that now not Jose, Najee, uh, Trey, and Larry will largely be your four guys. And I think, at least with Najee, what I've noticed over the years is when he's got a more consistent role that touches 20 minutes or so, he's a better player. And we've seen it these last three games where I, I think he's been fantastic. I know probably some of it had to do with, right, your name swirling in the trade rumor mill. Sure. I know for a lot of players, you do think about it. So he's probably happy to get past it. But, again, I don't think it hasn't, you know, it's also been kind of in effect because he's now seen a greater amount of minutes on the court. So it goes hand in hand. So I, I don't know, Eric. I really think that you're going to miss Dyson Daniels, but I think the rest of the guys, they'll be able to help for it, right? Because you see what Jose does when he comes in games. Mm-hmm. He's an automatic pest that's likely going to cause a turnover, too. I saw probably about three that he caused last night. Larry, mm-hmm. we know what he does defensively. So right. they still have defenders, but it's not that quality defender. Right? You feel comfortable yeah. putting one-on-one against some of these MVP candidates like a Luka, like a Shea Gill, just, you know? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, but at the same time, again, um, you know, I'm of the opinion, and maybe it's a different opinion than, than most, that, you know, uh, we, we need to trade Najee Marshall because he's going to make a lot of money next year and we're not going to be able to resign him. <laughs> well, who said you can't re- If he is an integral part of your team, you find a way to resign him. We're not going to keep Fallon tunes. We're going to try to move him because we can't resign him. Well, you know what? He's one of one on this team right now in terms of mm-hmm. a big man that rebounds and scores for you. So maybe you ought to think about trying to resign him. Again, and that means maybe going over the luxury tax threshold. Uh, but again, mm-hmm. the the one thing that, that, that I got from uh, Griff in his, in his interview with um, – uh, with with the crew from uh, from Bally's was, this was on the Fox Eight broadcast, that he was more worried. He was just as much worried about the chemistry in in the locker room as he was adding another player to to the uh, to, to the to the team to try to get better going into the playoffs. Exactly, and, and that's something we've been touting right going back to last season. Really, right all of a sudden we saw this chemistry start forming during Willie's inaugural year, but of course there was no Zion right, so it was an incomplete almost project and the team had started so poorly, so you weren't sure if they were just, you know, happy to be there because they started winning more, got in the play-in tournament, right, and got to face the Suns in a first-round playoff series. But I, I've really seen, to that point, the unity between all these teams, or excuse me, all these players, the, all these individuals on the team. They generally like each other. They all hang out together. After practice, they're all goofing off shooting together or, or honestly working hard on their games together. And that's something that previous editions, and I've been following this team closely here in the gym since the mid-2010s, you know, I've never seen anything like it. So I'm glad Griff is cognizant of it, and I've heard him mention it before. So chemistry is a big deal. And I think if you're trying to create sustained winning, a culture, mm-hmm. yes. and you know, just having a family atmosphere, you've got to have that, right? You can't mm-hmm. be breaking apart to where one individual, even somebody like Najee, has become such an integral part of the locker room, maybe not in games per se, but in the locker room, that it would hurt a Brandon Ingram, I think, a Jose Alvarado, right? So then you start opening up this bag of worms that players start wondering, well, it's, it's more of a business, so i got to look out for myself. And, and then you probably think that's got to hurt a little bit, right, the whole process. So I'm with you. I didn't want to see Najee move for second, second rounders. I, I don't think that this team, even though they, I think they've got one in the next seven years, I don't think it matters when you've got all your first-round picks but right. you still got a Lakers pick coming. You're going to have something from the Bucks, and you've got mm-hmm. a few swaps, I think, in there as well. So 
it's not necessary, right? What's necessary is having Willie Green having the options to go and pick because you know injuries are a part of the game. So you have right. to have the backups. And when that unity is there, right, when that chemistry is there, that, that's yet another thing to take into consideration. I'm so glad that the Griffin and front office, everybody there, Trajan, considered it. Right. And look, and Griff even said, as we get ready to wrap it up, you know, Trajan's been handling a lot of the trade talks. So, again, you know, they, they're obviously, again, divvying up those duties as well. So, look, you never know with, the, with another player coming in, how that changes the dimensions of, of the locker room. I'm still, again, hopeful that, uh, that they may add a player in the buyout market. We'll see how that plays out. But I'm just glad that they stayed with the group they have now. And it's, and it's paying off with, again, the, the injury to, uh, to Daniels and Alvarado and, and Najee stepping up. So, really good stuff there. Always good stuff when you come on the program. We appreciate your time so much. Tell the folks how they can follow you on social media. Uh, and, of course, keep up with everything you're, you're involved in. Yeah, thanks, Eric. I'm going to be kicking off that sub uh, substack that I've been talking about with a few people during this All-Star break. And the article's okay. slated for tomorrow, so we'll op- opening that up. But you'll find all those announcements and everything, of course, on Twitter, slash X. My full name, Ali Cosell. Thank you, my friend. Uh, have a great weekend, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about the uh, the big what the last twenty seven sprint twenty seven game sprint to the playoffs uh, next week. Absolutely, a lot of the Eastern Conference right teams coming up after yeah. Houston right to come out of the break. They've got nine straight mm-hmm. against the East, which Appels have fared well against so far this year. Looking forward to it. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate your time. Yep. Take care. There he goes, Ali Cassell. Hey, sign a service agreement with Burkhardt. I'll give you the peace of mind of knowing that Burkhardt is monitoring the life efficiency of your air conditioning heating system. Here's some of the benefits. And look, I'm telling you, I was in Chicago and I got contacted about, about my air conditioning system. This is what Burkhardt does. They will contact you to let you know when it's time to schedule your fall or winter or spring or summer inspection on your air conditioning heating system. Look, here's some of the, some of the benefits. You get priority schedule. If you need emergency service, you move to the front of the line for service. You get 10% discount on your demand emergency service. And because Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your air conditioning heating system, it's going to reduce those energy bills. You can prolong the equipment life and safety of your central system, which means you're going to lower electric bills. Because you don't have to sacrifice comfort in your whole uh, whole home, uh, again, uh, with, with, with Burkhart. Now, Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, that's North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Um, I promise you this, folks. If you're not getting the service that you deserve from your air conditioning company, try mine. Over 30 years of taking care of the Asher family, and I'm telling you right now, they will take care of you. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Only doing the work that's necessary and a company that you can trust. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Remember, check out their service agreement. More importantly, again, if you have issues, call Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Today's program is brought to you by our friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Counter Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. Jordy Collada's next. Don't move. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. 
This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride with the parts you need for the prices you want. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Stop and go traffic on the Crescent City Connection. Lafayette to the I-10 merge. 13 minutes on-ramp blocked due to a stall westbound I-10 on-ramp from Downman Road, but read to the flyover on westbound I-10, showing only about a three-minute delay. Eastbound 610 Metairie to New Orleans East. It's running about eight minutes uh, from uh, split in Metairie across the high-rise. 15 minutes in eastbound I-10 from 610 to Allen Master. It's stop and go right now. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your pal with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher. Four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM on your radio dial. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and, of course, Mambo's and the Hideout Bar, 411 and 413 Bourbon Street at Mambo's. Again, if you tried it, 
I've been telling you about it for a while now. Again, yes, the rooftop bar, the only one of its kind on Bourbon Street. You'll never, you've never seen the sight lines like that before. But also, again, a Bourbon Street balcony with adjoining bar. Also, again, three floors of incredible dining. You have dining available on each floor, uh, a bar on each floor, all three floors, and of course, again, an authentic French Quarter courtyard. Beautiful picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. That if you don't want to get out in the crowd, but still enjoy again all the festivities and the craziness, you can do it right there. And then, of course, uh, the experience of, again, a fantastic menu, which includes all of your New Orleans favorites, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest, but so much more. Again, always got great um, uh, Louisiana seafood, pasta, uh, a fantastic burger. Also, again, barbecue ribs that will melt in your mouth. Um, Also, lunch and dinner serve seven days a week. They're open late over at Mambo's. You want to find out more, go to MamboNola.com, MamboNola.com, where you have the complete menu. And, of course, remember, don't forget – an opportunity to have your next event uh, either on the rooftop bar, uh, on, in the courtyard, or, again, on, on their uh, balcony. Um, right next door is the hideout bar where, again, you've got a great menu, fantastic cocktails, live music, an authentic French Quarter courtyard setting. Uh, and that's live music open to close. So right there between Mambo's and uh, the hideout bar. Uh, a fantastic way to be able to, again, enjoy your Bourbon Street um, uh, festivities. Make sure, again, you get down to an, uh, the Oceana Family of Restaurants and, again, Mambo's and, and the Hideout Bar, 411 and 413 Bourbon Street. Fantastic cocktails, great beer selection, and a great menu for you. Always fun at one of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Make it Mambo's and the Hideout Bar. All right. Thanks to Ali Cassell for joining us in the program, Talking Pelicans. We turn our attention now to the LSU Tigers, and I say it again, and I'll say it every week to you because, again, it's the truth. Uh, my next guest has an incredible show. The Jordy Collada Show is on 7 and 9 weekdays on the New Orleans Football Network. Uh, you can check him out on all his social media platforms. They do a great job. And, again, cutting up clips for you so you get a little taste of the program. But it's fun. It's informative. And, of course, I'm, I'm happy that we have him each and every week here on our program. Jordy Collada is with us. Jordy, how are you, my friend? Hey, good to be back. Thanks for having me as always, man. Good, good to have you. Before we get into in, into everything that's going on, tell us about again your show, how folks can find it on the on, on the web, uh, and, and and you can also give tease us about what you got coming up tomorrow. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're on YouTube. We're on New Orleans Football, New Orleans Football's YouTube network, and we're on social media at Colada Show. We also have a YouTube channel that you can find as well with content. But we're on seven to nine a.m. each day, and recap a lot of you know, what's happening around LSU sports and mainly LSU football. And if you're looking for some, uh, some news, some guests, some interviews on LSU and uh, really keep up with what's happening around college sports, uh, you can check us out 7 to 9 a.m. each day on YouTube. And like I said, New Orleans football and the Jordy Collada show. Beautiful. Uh, well, I hate to start the show like this, but again, we know that Baton Rouge is buzzing right now with, again, the arrest of Trey Holly. Why don't you tell the folks a little bit about what happened and, and what you know at this point? Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, everyone else who, who knows just what's been made public, and that's that, you know, Trey Holly has been arrested on, uh, you know, attempted murder charges and three felony accounts, and uh, man, it's a, it's just a, a, a horrible story um, to, to say out loud and to, to realize what Holly, his family, and you know, everybody who's a part of this is, is going through. He's 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 incarcerated right now and is being held you know held on a half a million dollar bond and um, man, this is a you know it's a heck of a story. I don't I don't know exactly what happened, 
to 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 have all of this go down. All I know is that there was an incident on February 9th in Union Parish where Trey Holly is from, and obviously he was a part of that. And today uh, he was arrested for whatever went down. There were shots fired, uh, and it, it seems as if he 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 was one that had the the gun in his hand and. Um, you know, like I said, I guess the legal process will how you know how now have its time and due process of, of playing out, and Holly will have to wait for his day in court. But LSU officially made a statement this afternoon that he has been uh, suspended from the team uh, indefinitely and will not take part in any any obviously any, any activities. And um, you know, this is just a, a very sad story for a you know a, a heck of a football player. That, that came out of our state and you know I was on a Monroe radio show today and you know that that same radio station that we were on called Trey Holly's high school games um you know every Friday night and Holly is you know he's the state's leader and all-time rusher and touchdowns I mean he's a you know he's a guy that played at Union Parish since he's been in seventh grade um and you know is, is one of the the state's best football players to come out of here in the last 25 years and Right. You know, and talking to them and listening to them and them describe him. I mean, you know, they hosted a Trey Holly day at the football stadium, you know, over a year ago. They they called all of his games and, you know, a standout athlete, but a stand-up human being. I mean, you know, this is very out of character uh, from listening to the, the, the people in Monroe and, you know, the, the people that know him best. And sure. Like I said, we just got to kind of keep thinking about him and his family and everybody who's going through this. It's a very sad situation. And, of course, as we always say, again, innocent until proven guilty, right? So we have no idea what's going on here, what ultimately will happen. Uh, but, again, let's hope that uh, uh, that everything turns out for the best uh, one way or the other. With that That's said, right. again, it might be a little callous, but let's turn our attention to how this affects yeah. the LSU football team because, again, uh, he was going to be counted on this season to, to tote the rock sum for this team. How does this affect the, the, the running back situation? Well, Frank Wilson's done an incredible job of bringing talent into that room immediately. You know, I mean, he, he, he had that room stacked after, you know, he had gotten a job and really realized that there was a void of talent. You know, Holly was a big part and a big push of, of, of changing the, the narrative on that. If you remember, Frank got the job late in the recruiting process over three years ago, and he didn't have a chance to get in on Trevante Citizen and, um, you know, Le'Veon Moss, who's now at Texas A&M, and Citizen's playing at Miami. You know, both those guys came out of Louisiana. It's very rare. Frank Wilson's the running backs coach at LSU and has something to do with recruiting that running backs are going to get out of Louisiana. And, you know, Trey Holly and Caleb Jackson was at first class where Frank Wilson, you know, kind of said, that's it. These guys are, they're not leaving the state. You know, he, he, he put his foot down and, you know, both those guys came in and you saw flashes of both of them this past season. He, I mean, both of them true freshmen. Obviously, Jackson was a guy who played a little bit more time and, you know, played special teams and, and, and saw some action in some, in some bigger games and really feels like he is, you know, from the, the, the two of them, the guy that's going to see the majority of time. But you saw spurts sure. of Holly get in there and really mm-hmm. thought, you know, thought, man, what, 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 a, what a one-two punch these two guys could be when you're talking about, you know, I mean, Jackson who could bruise you and, and, and Holly that can just sprint past you. And, you know, I mean, it was, it, it, it was, it, it was cool to, to think about what could have been on that. You know, obviously with today's news, that's 
um, you know, that, that's an afterthought. But sure. you know, I think Caleb Jackson is the guy, you know, really who who they've they've wanted to to really kind of centerpiece this thing around. And I think mm-hmm. you know th- that'll be um, you know still the the plan going forward. But I would say you know now there's an emphasis on probably developing Caden Durham, the, the the true freshman running back coming in from Duncanville, Texas, who's one of the the nation's top running back and a, and a speedster. He's a track guy, so you know, similar to the the plan that you had in place with Holly and, and Jackson of guys that can you know can be a thunder and lightning type type duo. You know, Jack, you know Durham if he can if he can get past the test of you know getting to SEC football and catching up. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I don't want to say any position is easy at all sure. to transition from high school to college, but you know as far as the the, the the scale of difficulty, you know, running back is 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 a spot that you know freshmen can can play. I mean, they they can come in if they're physically can 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 withstand the, the grind of it. Um, you know, it's it, it, it's it's it, it's not a lot to learn as far as the the transition to college football goes. Just you know, the speed, the size, all of that. If they can keep up with it, so I, I believe Durham now will have a little bit more emphasis on him to get him on the field earlier. Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show, our guest. Jordy, let's shift gears to, to baseball, which opens up this weekend. Four games set with uh, Virginia Military Institute in Central Arkansas. Um, uh, Friday is, is VMI, Saturday is Central Arkansas, Sunday is VMI, and then Monday, Central Arkansas. Uh, your, your thoughts on, on the Tigers as they go into this season? Uh, obviously, some losses, some huge losses on on on, on the on the staff, uh, both pitching staff and and, and of course the uh, the team itself. But uh, again, it looks like again Johnson, Coach Johnson, reloaded in the off season. Give us your thoughts on the Tigers. Johnson did an incredible job of of reloading this team. You know, this program. You think about the 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 the, the possibility or or you know the the. the actuality of losing the, the the top two picks in major league draft the number one and number two pick and still be ranked number three number two number five within the top five of the country of all major polls and he, i don't believe that that's a you know a real respect to the names on the front of the chest i think that you know the people have dug in and and seen the the, the names on the back of the chest or on the back of the jersey and, and seen look johnson has has He's done a really good job of recruiting. You know, I mean, he's got some guys down here that are uh, some big time prospects, some big time guys that you know he beat out Major League uh, Baseball's draft system to get them on campus. And you know, from LSU baseball standpoint, you hear Jay Johnson talk, and man, it. it I tell you, it, it's hard for me not to get thrown back to you know I was still in college at the time, but you know Nick Saban had just gotten a job at at LSU, and I mean hearing him speak to the press and the way that he talks about his team and the way that he speaks about, you know, just kind of the, the program and, you know, the, the the building of it and the consistency of it and what it goes into. I mean, it's, it's very reminiscent of that. I mean, and, and by no means am, am I saying that by, by, you know, this guy can be the Nick Saban of college baseball. He's just very familiar. I mean, just, he's, he's, He's very dialed in, very focused. I mean, he said it again yesterday. He's got no hobbies. He doesn't do anything. I mean, the only thing he cares about really is LSU baseball, and he cares about Omaha. You know, I mean, they got fans mm-hmm. down here e, that are that are complaining about Johnson moving the start time up to two o'clock tomorrow because you know they want to get their tailgating in, and they want to yeah. get out and experience. And Johnson, he's <laughs> he's got no time for that. You know, I mean, right. while he 
he he respects and appreciates the fan support, and he loves the fact that that's a huge advantage of LSU. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, by no means did I ever think that he would he he would fold to the fan base on that, but just his reaction of it. You know, it's like, look, man, I'm here to do a job. I'm here to win games, and that's all I care about. And right. playing at two o'clock gives us the best chance to win. And if you know, if you can't make it, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's just right. it's it, 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 it's unapologetic. It's in your face. It's uh, I believe a defense of a national championship that's going to be fun to watch because he's got mm-hmm. dudes. He's got players. I mean, you know, my concern, my biggest concern would be the offense really kind of catching up because you're going to have so many new faces that are going to have to adjust to big, you know, SEC pitching and you know playing every day. But one thing that I, I, I think this team is, is going to be held together by and, and really, I think, experience a lot of success from is the pitching staff. I mean, he's got mm-hmm. arm after arm after arm. While, you know, he doesn't have Paul Skeens or Ty Floyd, he's right. just got a, a bullpen and a starting rotation full of, you know, a bunch of just rugged, big-time arms that, that all fit a role that I think is going to be really fun to watch and then, you know, kind of how he he's an offensive guy. You know, I mean, Johnson is he, he's he's all offense. I mean, that's he, he hired Nate Yeski, and he's kind of like a you know he's kind of like one of those 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 football coaches that look at you know either side of the ball and say you know it's kind of like what Ogeron did to Aranda. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, you're the defensive coordinator. You're the defensive specialist. Go do this thing. You run it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother you. You know, I'm gonna kind of oversee it. Um, you know, he he's like that with the pitching staff. I mean, he brought in Nate Yeski, and Yeski. That's his club. I mean, Johnson's working on the offense and making sure that those guys are going to get right. So I think they'll get it right. I just think that you know it's going to take a little bit more time. He doesn't have Dylan Cruz or, or, mm-hmm. or you know Gavin Dugas in the you know Trey 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 Morgan in the opening right. day lineup. Those guys might exist. He just doesn't mm-hmm. have them yet. Yes. And I like what he said, too. Again, you know, most people, again, uh, talking about defending a championship. He says, no, we're attacking a new opportunity, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and so you got to love that. Not resting I think on his, the laurels of last year. His press conferences are must-watch. He, I, I really, I'm telling you, he's, he, he's as, as, man, somebody tried to lead his press conference off yesterday with kind of like a lighthearted joke, like, hey, you're going to mm-hmm. give us the lineup? You know, he's kind of like looking out, like shaking his head, like, <laughs> no, I'm not. You know what I mean, like, I mean, he's, but but it's not like he's he, he's he's a prick about it. I mean he's right. he, he's a guy that I mean he, he's respectful. But you can just tell that it's just it's all business, man. Mm-hmm. I mean it's it like I said it's 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 Saban esque if if you've seen it and kind of you know been around him and the way he talks about his team. I think he talks to his team through the media, which mm-hmm. was a you know a huge Saban tactic in the way that yep. he would use the press. You know sure. you can tell that. He knows these guys are going to see this clip on social media. He knows this guy. You know his guys are going to see this clip on on some type of platform, and he's talking to them. And you know when you listen to his 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 media availability, you're able to take something away from it. You know, I mean, it, it, how many how many press rooms have we been in anywhere? It's right. you know, hey, we, we live to fight Don't another speak. day. It's all about the right. team. We're we're yeah. here to you know make sure we're taking care of it. Just blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But. You know, you, you, you go to a Johnson press conference, you dial into one of them, you, you take away some, some information. If you listen closely, he's, he's, he's telling the guys mm-hmm. ultimately what he's doing. This is the kind of stuff you get on Jordy's show each and every day, this kind of great information. Jordy, tell us all about your show, how folks can follow you on, your so, on social media as well. 
Yeah, we'll close out the week tomorrow. Obviously, we dialed into baseball opening day, the Trey Holly news. Unfortunately, we will mm-hmm. be reacting to uh, tomorrow morning as well. Uh, and like I said, you can find it at NewOrleans.Football, 7 to 9 a.m. Uh, and the uh, easiest way to, to hit us is on social media, at Colada Show, uh, wherever wherever you are, from uh, from LinkedIn to, to YouTube to Instagram to Facebook to TikTok. You can find it at Colada Show and uh, keep up with what we got going on daily. Always appreciate your time each and every week, my friend. Have a fantastic week. We'll check in with you next Thursday. You too, E. Thanks, man. There he goes, Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, anywhere within the sound of my voice. If you need help with your air conditioner, heating system, maybe electrical needs, or, again, a generator for your home or your business, think Burkhardt. Uh, again, Nate certified technicians uh, that only do the work that's necessary. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. And I'm telling you, folks, truly a company you can trust, a company I've trusted for decades. If you're not getting the type of service you deserve from your air conditioning or heating company, call mine. Call Burkhardt and see, again, the difference uh, and, again, how you're treated like family. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com. So easy to remember. ACpromise.com. Call them today. Uh, today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, the Hideout Bar, all open seven days a week, all are open late. Get out there and grab a great meal or cocktail at one of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in an authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies for the joining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. 
Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceanic Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanicgrill.com. Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Car crash? Demand Dudley DeBosier. Listen, if a pipe bursts in your house, you're calling a plumber, right? If the check engine light in your car stays on, you're calling a mechanic. You know when it's time to call on a pro. Why should it be any different after a car wreck? We're Dudley DeBosier. If you've been injured, make us your first call. We'll go after the compensation that can make a difference in your life. Chad Dudley Baton Rouge. Prior results do not guarantee similar outcome. Paid Jingle Singer. LA 2416580. This report is sponsored by KFC. KFC's new smashed potato bowl is here. Fries, mashed potatoes, cheese, and bacon come together to make a smashable snack. That's only $3.49. It's finger licking good. I-310 northbound showing the slowing right now between US-90 and I-10. 32-minute to 23-minute delay. It's the Luling Bridge that has the right lane blocked and ongoing construction in that area. Off-ramp reopened westbound I-10, off-ramp to Downman. 610 eastbound between Paris and the I-10 merge. We're seeing a little bit of slowing. 16 minutes eastbound, 610 from the split in Metairie across the high rise right now. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks to Gary Smith, Ross Jackson, Ali Cassell, and Jordy Collada for joining us on the program. Again, our title sponsor here on a Thursday, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. All open day, all are open seven days a week, all are open late. Coming up next is the Life Resources Bottle Line Sports Hour with Michael Green, Ken Trahan taking the night off, Blake Dean and Renee Nato are his guests. And then uh, coming up on, on WLA-TV at 6 o'clock is, again, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports Jeff Duncan of the Times-Picune is my guest. Preempted tomorrow with UNO Baseball, so I'll see you on Monday. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to Rudy back at studio for producing the program. Thanks for all our sponsors for sponsoring our program. Slide through our sponsors at ericasher.com. Click on the icon of your favorite sponsor. Take you right to their website. Thank you for supporting our sponsors as well. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful weekend. See you Monday. From the dog kitchen to the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go. <laughs>